0: You just watch the thoughts, and sometimes you get engaged in the movie of your thoughts until you can finally observe them, and you're not in that play of them, mm-hmm. right? You're not in that drama of it.
1: This is the Alchemize Life podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna. Transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day, and with every episode you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. Ava here. If this is your first time tuning in, hello. Welcome. Bienvenido. Bienvenue. Corey, how else can I say welcome in other languages? Howdy. Howdy. Aloha. All right. That's all I've got today. I wish I knew German. Oh, Will Coleman, right? I think that's it. Okay, anyways, now that I'm talking to Corey, I should reel it back in, bring it here to you guys. I hope that you are having a phenomenal day wherever you're at in the world. I am really, really, really excited for today's episode with Lisa Gainsley because I am such a nerd when it comes to the lymphatic system. I don't know why. Why? I don't really know a lot about it. I just am fascinated by it. And so I was really excited to get Lisa on the podcast. And since we had our conversation, I've literally been like driving around, walking around, sitting in my bathroom, just giving myself lymphatic face massage. And Lisa, if you're listening to this, I hope you are so proud of me. I've shifted away from my type A, like pressing into the skin into a much more softer fluid motion. And if you guys are scratching your head, wondering what the hell I'm talking about. Don't worry. You will totally understand by the end of the episode, because we talk all about face massage and what the lymphatic system is. And like on a deeper level where you can really understand why it is so powerful to one, first of all, understand what the lymphatic system is, but also ways in which you can help support it so it can function at its optimal level. Before we jump into the episode, it's November or almost November, and that's crazy. This year has gone by so quickly. And I am really just like shocked at how much has gone on this year. And even though it feels like it's sometimes that things are going really slowly, I look back at the past 11 months and realize just how quickly everything has happened. I mean, I got married, went to Bali, have gone on retreat, I'm going on retreat, we're all teaching in a retreat. In just a couple weeks, plus so many other things. And I think that often we can get so stuck in the day-to-day minutia of it all that we forget just how many steps we have taken to get to exactly where we are today. Even if it's in the same exact day, like think about all the things that you've already done today. If you haven't done that much, good for you. That's awesome. Celebrate that too. But anyways, I was seeing that meme pop around that's all about, um, you know, you're, there's three months left in, the, in this decade. What are you going to do with it? And it just, one, I would kind of like laugh to myself about it and I just don't really resonate with it at all because I, like I kind of mentioned in last week's episode or intro, I just am really taking a step back from all of these shoulds And pressures that are so externally emphasized, but really internally out of alignment. And Instead, what I'm doing is looking at ways that I can slow myself down and be really, really intentional. And you guys may have seen this on Instagram. I posted it a couple days ago or a week ago. Um, Being really intentional about what I'm doing and how I'm acting and what I'm saying yes to, and checking in with myself and my body and my intuition before bringing more things in, even if it's something as simple as buying something new, asking myself, like, do I really want this? Is this really like me, my soul that wants this? Or is it me, the one influenced by something external that wants this? And that goes in so many different ways. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. You know, If you're feeling pressure to make a million things happen over the next three months, or I guess two months now, Take a step back. Don't even worry about it because it's not about the giant things and actions that we can take. It's about the small steps. It's about the consistency. And that's what has made the biggest difference in my life, my relationships, and everything that I'm doing. So with that being said, I am beyond stoked to share that I have one spot left in my mentorship program that is going to beginning right now. I just had a couple women finish, and I am one just so proud of them for all of the work that they've done over the past three months together, but also just so honored to be able to welcome in a new person to work with over these coming months. And I've shifted my mentorship program a little bit. So I wanted to share just a little bit before we jump into the episode with Lisa, but the program is now going to be four months with two additional months of support. I really wanted to lengthen the program a little bit longer just from what I've seen over the past year. Initially, when I started the program, it was month to month. And a lot of the women that I worked with, I worked with from four to six months. Then from there, I scaled it back to three months. And then while I was able to achieve a lot with each of the women, it felt a little bit short. And I really wanted to make sure that one, we're able to get absolutely everything done together, but also that we're able to be in each other's lives for a little bit longer because I swear to you, each of these women turn into my sisters and I just care about all of the women that I work with so much and am so invested in their success, whether it's personal and the inner work or the professional and the outer work. So... For those of you that have been listening to the podcast, have heard about my mentorship program, have been following along for the past year and are feeling inspired to reach out, feeling inspired to apply for the program, I seriously would love for you to do so and would love to welcome you into what has become such a beautiful family of mine. If you're wondering about the program itself and the specifics of what's included, it's an entirely... Personalized program that surrounds inner work and outer work. So we're working on the professional while working on the personal. And the reason being is that you really want to become a energetic match for everything that you're welcoming in, everything that you're manifesting within your career, whether it's a career transformation, a raise or a completely new title or being able to step away from your corporate job. You wanna make sure that your insides, your heart, your soul, your mind is all ready to take it on and excited and the fear is no longer in the way. So at this point I'm rambling a little bit. What I'm going to share for everyone that's interested is that there is a link in the show notes. Within that link, you'll get details on more of the specifics of the program, um, You know how it's exactly laid out, and then an application as well. Once you fill out the application, we will hop on a 30-minute discovery call, which is a super fun way for me to get to know you and for you to get to know me and to see if it is a good fit. Again, the program is four months long with an extra two months of support, which is, you know, voice, text, audio, that type of stuff. Really, really fun. Again, this is a sisterhood and it's the most powerful thing that I've ever created and co-created with the women that have gone through the program. So again, link is in the show notes. So again, jumping into this week's episode, it's all about lymphatic therapy, Um, Lisa Gainsley is a certified lymphedema therapist. I hope I said that right, Lisa. She's been doing it for 25 years and she's just so brilliant. Today, you're gonna learn so much, you guys. So much stuff that you can actually like physically start doing today, which is so fun about it. What I am gonna suggest is that everybody... Everybody go and follow Lisa on Instagram. Her Instagram is the lymphatic message, M-E-S-S-A-G-E. And um, she has so many resources there. The one thing about lymphatic therapy is that it's definitely something that you kind of want to see. So you're going to hear a lot about it today in the interview, but highly suggest going to her Instagram page so you can see demonstrations of it and a lot of different details of ways to give yourself self-massage. So with that being said, anyone that loves this episode, you know it would mean the world to me if you would share it with your friends or anybody that might need it. If you haven't already, leaving a review helps the podcast get out to even more people. It helps Lisa's message get out to even more people. So it would also mean the world to me if you took a moment to leave a review for the podcast. And I think that that's it, you guys. I hope you all have an amazing time listening to this podcast (laughs) potty and I will see you next week. Welcome everyone back to the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm sitting here with Lisa Gainsley and I'm so excited to nerd out with you <laughs> on so the
0: lymphatic system. <laughs> I literally right. don't know that much. So thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about the lymphatic system and that is always the first thing I hear from people is I've never heard of the lymphatic system or what is the lymphatic system and why aren't we taught it in school? And it's, in you know, Medical school, I think they spend, there's 15 pages in medical textbooks about it, which is crazy. That doesn't seem like a lot. It's definitely not a lot for a system that's part of your immune system. And it's really funny because my, at my son's school at back to school night, the teacher was talking about their curriculum and what they were going to cover. And she was talking about the cardiovascular system and genetics. And I went up to her afterwards and I said, what about the lymphatic system? And she was like, oh, I never thought about that. And I said, and that's the problem. Yeah. We're not teaching it young enough. So she invited me to come in January and, you know, teach a bunch of sixth graders about it. That's so cool. That's when it should start. Yeah. When you learn about the body and science in elementary school. Everybody should learn about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think it that they don't teach about it? Well, I, I, I really think one of the main reasons, which is why we are just now getting to so many advances in understanding the lymphatic system is it had to do with being able to properly see it. The technology and the tools visually, it's so beyond microscopic. We weren't able to really... Um, have the imaging, the proper imaging. And there wasn't enough, with the imaging, there just wasn't enough correlation with how does it interact in the body. Mm-hmm. But now there is, and now there's, it's going to be an exciting decade. In the next two decades, you're going to see so much, um, so many advances in lymphatic health. I was just in Washington, D.C. in the spring lobbying Congress for money for lymphatic education. And we had the directors of the National Institute of Health speak to us. And they said that the cures for Alzheimer's, infectious disease, disorders of the gut. So you're talking about IBS, you're talking about colitis, Crohn's is going to come from studying the lymph system,
1: Wow, which
0: is quite amazing because now we're seeing there's so much more awareness now that the lymph system is part of your immune system. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I first started learning about it, it was through this detox center down in San Diego. They did like electrolymphatic drainage and then colonics and then sauna. And so it was this whole series of detoxing the body. And when she was telling me all these different things about the lymphatic system, one, it was like information overload because right. there's just yes. so much information. Yes. But it blew my mind to know that there's this whole system inside of our bodies that like like you said, we are literally not taught about. Like I do right. not remember a lick of a right. textbook having right. any information on the lymphatic system. and mm-hmm. I feel like it was really only the past year that I even like heard what lymph nodes are besides right. like having strep throat you or know? cancer.
0: Yeah. Or people hear about the lymphatic system through cancer. Has it spread to the lymph nodes? That's typically the only time somebody has heard of it. But now I think there's so much more awareness with the wellness industry and the beauty industry and how you can get glowing skin by doing gua sha or certain facials. That lymphatic drainage is finally, I only waited 25 years for this moment, <laughs> you know, coming to the forefront and because it bridges science medicine, and beauty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do my lymphatic face massage every single morning and it's like, so yeah, it's fun. Um, I don't know if I'm doing it right. So I'm definitely going to ask you (laughs) after this interview and I have the microphone down. I'll give you a little (laughs) tutorial. How, okay. So 25 years ago, how did you, I want to hear your journey. How did you find out about the lymphatic system? What sparked such a like intense passion and interest? Yes. Well,
0: I mean, I think, you know, I'll, I'll start with where I learned about it, which was in massage school. I, I'll go back further into my story, but um, in massage school, it was a prerequisite. And this was 1993. Um, lymphatic massage was a, you know, one of the courses you had to take. And I went into massage school because I was really interested in the way different cultures heal. I really wanted to, you know, I studied anthropology and was interested in you know, cross-referencing with other cultures. And I thought I'd start in massage school and I had never received anything like it before. And I'd taken a bunch of other body work classes and gotten a bunch of massages, cranial sacral, reflexology, neuromuscular reprogramming, Swedish deep tissue, fascia, et cetera. And it really is like the aquarium of your body. It's the fluid system of your body. And it's like this undulating seaweed in the ocean Feeling, it's just, you know rhythmic and slow and and precise and specific, and it helped me with um, my digestion and my acne at that time. I was in my early twenties, and and I I loved doing it. My teacher taught us tai chi, and it was sort of like doing tai chi to someone, mm-hmm. um, but with very specific physiological directions, cadence, stroke, rhythm. Uh, To boost the lymphatic return to to really help flush toxins from the body. And one day my teacher said to us, if you're interested in this work, you can go on and, you know, get become a practitioner in this work. It's wonderful for cancer patients. And I lost my mother to cancer when I was 13. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely like, oh, yeah. I guess this is what I am supposed to do with my life, kind of a thing. And um, when my mother was sick, we did a lot of, you know, she did a lot of Western, you know, chemo, radiation, surgeries, but we also did a lot of complimentary meditation, creative visualization, you know, Mm -hmm. self-healing work with her macrobiotic cooking. So that just became a path. I just kind of went down this road and thought, well, this makes sense. This is your immune system and just kept going, 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 and haven't stopped.
1: Wow. And haven't stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm so interested. Like if technology is just able to now see and like the imaging of the
0: lymphatic system, where Well, I mean, it's not just now, but you know, in the past fifty years. Okay. Let's okay. say. You know, okay. like it hasn't been for the past hundred years that we've been able to see it quite in the way and how it interacts with the rest of the system and the effects. Okay.
1: So for those that maybe are like, okay, lymphatic system, I've heard it on Instagram and people's Instagram stories and stuff like that. But like, can you give a just like
0: really easy boilerplate of what lymphatic system is? Yes. Thank you for the yes. Let's back up. (laughs) Back to the basics, lymphatic 101. Basically your lymphatic system is part of your immune system. I always like to describe it as, you know, you have two kind of pipes, you know, in your house or your apartment, you have the pipes that bring water in, then you have pipes that take the water, the dirty water out. So like your lymph system, you know, is part of the sewage that gets flushed out, right? The pipes that take things out. So essentially your lymphatic system runs like rivers all through your body, similar to the bloodstream. And they're made up of a network of Vessels and capillaries, etc., that absorb excess waste from your body. So, what you're not peeing or pooping or sweating out—that's too big for the bloodstream—hangs out in that interstitial fluid and gets absorbed, like like roots from a tree, into these lymph capillaries that then transport them to areas where you have lymph nodes. And in the lymph and lymph nodes, that's where we have some of our white blood cells, macrophages, lymphocytes. And their job is to filter out the waste of the lymph fluid because the lymph fluid is made of excess debris, pathogens, viruses, bacteria, excess hormones, some of the digestive fats. Mm -hmm. And the goal for the lymph system is to, you know, kind of scan the body for where there's pathogens and remove it through the lymph nodes. And then the lymphatic fluid then sends the excess, the the clean fluid to the bloodstream. So it's like this great recycling system mm-hmm. of the body. It doesn't have a central pump, the way the heart is the pump for the blood system. So your lymph system, it depends on that muscle contraction to pump the fluid to the areas where you have your lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yes. Yeah.
1: Follow me. Mm-hmm. So that means that we have to actively
0: move, move your it. body. Yeah. So Moving what are the your ways? your body is great yeah, to so do that. Yeah. So what yes. are the ways? Because I know like dry brushing is something that we dry can do. Dry brushing is great. You know, exercise is great. I mean, there are certain, you know, all exercise really is great. And some of the um, super duper, as I like to call it, you know, types of exercise, trampoline, because... The fluid from the legs comes up to the inguinal nodes that are located at the top of your thigh. So to get that fluid moving up, you know, inversion, certain yoga poses, twists, et cetera, are great. But that's why a trampoline is also great reverses that gravity. Swimming, being in water that acts like a compression, Mm -hmm. right? Is fantastic. Bike riding is great. Walking is great. Running is great. And there's a lot of types of exercise that are great but some areas are better for to pump certain areas of the body if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah deep diaphragmatic breathing is great to pump the fluid from the abdomen okay up the thoracic duct so so like breathing in through the nose breathing into the and, lower well, belly. That, you know the abdominal mm-hmm. diaphragmatic is mm-hmm. great yeah
1: okay cool yeah. yeah we actually were about to buy a trampoline to start yeah. Doing that at uh-huh. home. Is there like a good tra-
0: trampoline to get or like kind of any trampoline? So, I mean, I'm not sponsored by Bellicon, but you know, <laughs> they're definitely the, what's the fancy car now? Tesla, I guess okay. they're sort of like the Tesla. They're probably the most expensive. I don't know if they're the most expensive, but they're on the higher end. They're worth it. Yeah, You know, I mean, I hate to say that because if you can't afford it, I don't like somebody not to be on a trampoline. So get a cheaper trampoline. Yeah. It's fine. But if you can afford a bellicon get it. It, it just makes a difference. If you're on two different ones, rebounding versus the trampoline, right. it's so much well, better. can on it your like joints. hurt your joints if you're doing so? I mean, it depends. Yeah. It depends on who, Am I speaking to Right. Yeah. Are you young? Are you active? Do you not have joint issues or got it? Cuz there's so many trampolines there's on so Amazon trampolines. and there's such a range in prices know, too that I was saying. looking at
1: it and I was just like where do I start? I know. Belicon. That's good. I, they're they're more
0: expensive. Yeah. They might be $800 more, $600 okay. more. Yeah. So wish list. Pr- Christmas wish list.
1: Christmas wish list for <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I'm curious um as far as like topical things. I noticed that I had like probably like a swollen lymph node underneath okay. my armpit. And okay. I'm curious if that's a deodorant thing or like what, how do okay. topical things um, affect our
0: lymphatic system? Great question. If it does. Great question. Well, I won't get too into your personal yeah. asking because I want to go, well, when did that appear? And what's <laughs> going on in your, you know, there's, there's so many questions I want to ask you about that. But before I answer that, if you, whatever you feel like answering, what, how long ago was that? Probably, two and a half months ago. Did it resolve? No, it's still there. there. Okay. I'll talk to you about that after that. Um, so there's several things that I'm curious about. Um, I have seen in my practice, you don't strike me as somebody who uses deodorant with toxins in it. No, no, no. I use native. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a fan of not using deodorant, Mm -hmm. You know, I know that we often smell more, but... I feel like my natural (laughs)
1: smell now smells like kind of okay. It's probably fine. Once you
0: cut out some of the crap in the food that you're eating, you'll find that you probably don't smell as bad. I I think if you eat garlic, you you might need that native. But um, I do find a lot of people, I've worked with people who have read... Armpits, uh, discoloration in the armpits, swelling in the mm-hmm. armpits. And the minute I tell them to get rid of the deodorant, and we teach them lymphatic self massage, it can um, reverse. But sometimes people will get a swell, uh, a lymph node swollen in their armpit. I'll ask them what's going on with their cycle. Where mm-hmm. are you with your period? Where are you with menstruation? Sometimes it's hormonal. Sometimes if it's in the neck, some people are fighting a cold, fighting an infection. So a majority of what you put on your body gets absorbed through the lymphatic system,
1: mm, right? Okay. So
0: about 60%. So that's why we want to encourage people to use prod- skincare products without chemicals in them.
1: What are the major chemicals that we should be looking out for, like parabens,
0: sulfates? Right, I mean, there's a whole list. So we can put up a whole list. Can we go to like your Instagram or something? And do I don't think access? I have it on my li- on there, but um, I can get that for you. Okay. We can put it on the yeah. list because- rattling off a bunch of, there's so many. Yeah. We'll, we'll be able to put those up.
1: Yeah. But I feel like those are some of the like main ones. Yeah. Like parabens. Sulfates, yeah, talc. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. So most of the things you can't pronounce. Yeah. Okay. How you I can't like pronounce it, you like it on your say, body. Yeah. 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 And, and I just heard recently that if you're buying your deodorant at, you know, no offense to department stores, a lot of times they require those toxins. Interesting. So go to your health food store. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's good to know. Cause there's some time times when sometimes I'll like see that the lymph nodes like at the back of my throat or like at the base of my jaw are a little Uh, swollen. Yes. When we start to notice that, what is like, the best way to self-diagnose
0: and treat swollen lymph nodes? I I really don't love the word self-diagnose. Yeah, without going on WebMD
1: or something like that. Well,
0: listen, I mean, I go on WebMD (laughs) too sometimes if I'm curious about a symptom I'm having, right? That's, I think, human nature, Mm -hmm. right, to do that. I just caution people down, careful about a slippery slope you're on, Mm -hmm. right? So somebody like you, you're thin, you might be able to palpate some of your lymph nodes more than somebody else right? Who doesn't have as much fat on their body. If you, if somebody has more fat than you, you can't always palpate the lymph nodes. So oftentimes in the neck, if you're fighting a cold, if you're fighting an infection, I know for me, I get a sore throat the minute I eat sweets.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Some people, if they have allergies, right? They're They're processing more, um, you know, more environmental pollutants, which is going through the lymphatic system. So then it can swell. Um, sometimes if people have, you know, been to the dentist, they've had work mm-hmm. done, they've had an ear ache, so they've had headaches. So there's so many different things that are going on. If somebody has acne, we can get swollen lymph nodes sometimes with the changing of the seasons of someone sensitive or yeah. food or alcohol. So- it really depends. That's why I teach lymphatic self-massage workshops so that it gives you a tool to be able to work on yourself. The main thing I come across though, even when I teach self-massage workshops is people are often working too hard on themselves. Yeah. That's what I've heard. So can you speak a little bit to that? Yes. It's like, it's, it's even when I'm in person, teaching a workshop. I still, and I say it till I'm blue in the face, you know, don't, don't work too hard. Just very, very gently. Everyone's still working so hard because number one, we're in a culture where everyone wants, everyone's a type A personality, right? Everyone's like overachiever workers. I will rub this out. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm of the like, come to sit on the couch be a type B personality yeah. <laughs> you know the lymph system a lot of what we can palpate and work with is that superficial layer underneath the surface of the skin before the muscle bed mm-hmm. so if you're going to the muscle bed you're way too deep mm-hmm. and the minute you lay your hands on yourself you' especially if you're thin you feel the muscle yeah mm-hmm. so how light can you be where you're just feeling like a pulse or a stretch of the skin without affecting the muscle bed. You got to be pretty light. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So someone once said to me, you know, and I love this analogy, imagine you have a hand in some shaving cream, right? So imagine you want to move shaving cream without sinking down. Mm. If you kind of want to move shaving cream, but staying on the surface, you have to be pretty light. Because the minute you lay your hand, your hand weigh, weighs a lot. Yeah. So you just want to be really gentle. Like, it's a little more than a feather. But I always sort of say, like, imagine you're working on a baby. You know, they're born without that those muscle development yet. So they've got just like that. They're like putty. Mush. They're like mush. <laughs> so, you know, and imagine you're not going to, like, work hard on a baby. Yeah. I mean, when I massage my kids, I'm like... I'm not working hard. Yeah. You know, just that light, soothing, nurturing touch as if you're just trying to affect that fluid layer. Yeah. What happens,
1: not to like scare anybody, but mostly just for myself, because I yeah. definitely am guilty of like, <laughs> just like taking my I could my tell type and- <laughs> A personality. Um, What
0: are like the detriments of doing well, it too Well, you hard? know, I mean- The answer, my answer always is it depends. Um, You know, for some people, if you're fighting an infection and you have swollen lymph nodes, you could overactivate it and then Mm -hmm. you could get sick potentially. yeah. You know, people could get, oh my God, then they got a cold. That can happen. So it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's just the opposite of what you were hoping for. Yeah.
1: Well, it's Mm -hmm. interesting that you say that because I get migraines sometimes and what I'll do is just like, kind of like rub my knuckles Uh down my neck and like it feels... Good while I'm doing it, but sometimes uh, it does like kind of
0: aggravate it a little yes, bit more. Yes, this is what I'm saying. This is there is a what connection between, because I think you said something about headaches I earlier, said something so. about headaches and yeah. So um, lymphatic self-massage, yeah. I would say, you know, I'm always, you know, it's, it's so great for people with headaches. Lymphatic drainage in the head and neck is great for headaches. So um, instead of work, trying to work that out so hard, I would just say, work it out lightly. Mm -hmm. I say the same thing in the gut. Yeah. You know, I teach people how to work and massage the abdomen. And, you know, when we get in the gut, we're sometimes so judgmental on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I should be this or I should be that, right? Instead, I always try to tell people like loving kindness. Like yeah. you wouldn't really do that to your best friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yet we would just like, yeah. you know, really rough. work so yeah. <laughs> hard on ourselves. Like I can get this out. And, yeah. and that's the other element of, of sort of this movement, which is, you know, it's so beautiful that we have tools to take things into our own hands. And yet I also want to tell people to be patient and kind with ourselves because sometimes sometimes, it's frustrating that we can't cure it all ourselves, right? Right. Or at the speed that Western medicine, right, taking a pill, but correct, yeah. correct. And that's also the other thing I say, you know, we're with lymphatic health practitioners, which is, you know, we're we we accept that we have to go to the dentist a couple times a year you know and they're just in there with their annoying tools and our teeth. I'm getting oral surgery next week and I'm not excited. Oh, then you definitely need lymphatic self massage. Yeah. You definitely need we got to talk after this. You that this will be lymphatic work will be so great yeah. for you.
1: you guys, quick break from this week's episode because last week I shared with you that I was in a CBD and sleep slash recovery study and kind of wanted to just echo the big effects that I saw over the past couple of weeks of not taking CBD and then taking CBD. Again, like I said last week, it's really great to hear and see people promote CBD or really any other product, but to also see data behind it in my own personal life makes it that much more real and that much more effective. I love CBD so much. You guys know that I love CBD. I'm such a CBD evangelist. And so I just wanted to share a couple different things with you guys in case you missed last week as to why I am absolutely obsessed with Beam's line of products. So this month, I did a study with Beam and Whoop recovery bands, which are kind of like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch to see the effects of CBD recovery and sleep. The first 15 days of the month, I was supposed to remove any CBD from my diet completely. And then the second 15 days, I'm taking it every day before bed. Now that it's the end of the month, I wanted to share with you, again, just two things that I really noticed. First... I have major inflammation in my shoulder and my lower back. And when I'm not taking CBD, it is so noticeable right before I'm going to sleep. I'm a side sleeper and it makes it really, really uncomfortable. So I end up tossing and turning and just really ruminating on that intense pain and the throbbing sensation that I feel when I don't have CBD. Since taking CBD, I do not feel it at all. And I'm able to get to bed so much faster and also stay asleep. One of the really cool things about these WHOOP recovery bands is that it can show you the amount of disturbances or basically times in which you're like in a really light sleep. And between the first half of the month versus the second half of the month, the disturbances went down to almost zero altogether when I was including CBD in my daily regimen. So again, you're falling asleep faster. You're able to sleep through the night. It's so powerful. Recovery is so important for absolutely everything that we do from our creativity to our relationships to the work that we're bringing into the world to our exercise. So... I love CBD. You guys have to try Beam products. They don't just have the tincture, but they also have vegan protein bars and they also have a muscle rub or salve that is so nice and so relaxing. So to try Beam products, go to their website, beamtlc.com and use the code AVA15 for 15% off of your order. Again, that's beamtlc.com and the code is AVA15 for 15% off of your order. One of the things that has been the most frustrating for me throughout my entire wellness journey is just the trial and error as it comes to my health. I think that there's so much noise out there and we can be very disillusioned to what's right for us versus what's right as a blanket statement. And that's why I wanted to share with you guys Everly Well. So the moment that I found out that there was an at-home test that would tell me exactly what my food sensitivities are, I knew that I had to take it. Everly well offers more than 30 different at-home lab tests, but today I wanted to talk to you guys specifically about the food sensitivity test as that is the one that I took initially when I took it a year ago I was really interested to see specifically if I was allergic or sensitive to cow's milk it was really interesting to get the test back after taking it at home because it gave me a range of different levels of sensitivities and I was very surprised to see that most of the things that I thought I was very sensitive to I actually had a normal reactivity to So fast forward to a year, I wanted to take the test again to see if anything had shifted because cow's milk and gluten were ones that I was a little bit more reactive to. And I wanted to see if that had changed because I really miss gluten. So I am so happy to announce that I can officially eat gluten because I do not have any type of reactivity to it. Our bodies are constantly changing, and that's why I think it's so cool to be able to take these tests to check in with ourselves and see what is right for us, not, again, what is right as a blanket statement. And every test is physician-reviewed, and the shipping is totally free. Your results will come from certified labs, and they're sent directly to your mobile device so you can easily view and share them with your healthcare provider and then hold on to them too. Your results are personalized and easy to understand, and it's such a breath of fresh air to take the test and then be able to easily see exactly what you need to know. And then also take the stuff that maybe looks a little bit more confusing to you, to your healthcare provider, to get better insight as to what your next steps are. Again, there's 30 different at-home lab tests. So you guys have to check out Everlywell. Well. There's fertility, food sensitivity, thyroid, heart health. If there's something, they probably have it. (laughs) So if you guys want to check out Everly Well, you can get 15% off an Everly Well at-home lab test just by visiting everlywell.com slash alchemized and entering the code alchemized at checkout. Again, that's everlywell.com slash alchemized. The code is alchemized for 15% off of your test.
0: So we accept that and we brush our teeth and we floss all the time, but you know, when you think about your lymph system, how we're flushing the toxins out of our body, this should be a regular maintenance that we do for ourselves because the importance, especially we can't control some of the things that are in, in our environment and our soil and our food to really help give us that extra flush and boost to get that crap out of our body mm-hmm. is helpful. So when you're talking about working on yourself I would have you work a lot more gently yeah. and see if that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love it's, that. It's like, you know, lymph drainage is will also put you in that parasympathetic nervous system, which is what meditation and yoga do, mm-hmm. right? Sympathetic, fight or flight, parasympathetic, where healing occurs. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the rhythm of the lymph goes with the parasympathetic, drops you into that calm state.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So for those then that are listening, that are like, okay, give me some of that (laughs) self-massage. What are some practices that people can do at home to start to, um, you know,
0: work with the lymphatic system? So if you follow me on Instagram, I'm at the lymphatic message, message, M-E-S-S-A-G. I post little videos sometimes on little tutorials, it's a little bit easier to follow with the video right, yeah. than I've done it before. And I can certainly walk people through a little, um, radio talk about how to work with your lymph nodes and your neck, but seeing me do it and demonstrating it, you'll get more tips on my totally, Instagram. Totally. They're just a minute in length. Yeah. Sometimes I have it like two or three in a chain. So I would encourage you to check those yeah, out. Yeah,
1: let's, let's tell every, I'll link you in the show notes, of okay. course, and people yeah. are gonna hear yeah. at the end where they can find you. So yeah. I know that you mentioned a couple things. One, um, lymphatic massage and just working with the lymphatic system for cancer. You mentioned beauty as well. And then you also mentioned acne, which I guess kind of falls under beauty and skincare. So I'm kind of curious right. to go into right. all three of those. Okay. First, starting with just like beauty in general, how does the lymphatic system directly Im- if affect the radiance of our skin, the you know elasticity and age of our or appearance right. of age
0: right. of our skin. How, right. how do the right. two systems interact? Well, when you think about what are the components of lymph fluid, it's your waste. Okay, mm-hmm. so when you have stagnant waste in your face, then you know, you can, you're more prone to puffiness and acne that isn't being flushed out properly, right? So you have a lot of fluid pathways in your face that drain down your, to the, to by your ear and down your neck. So a lot of times if there's stagnation, congestion in the face with acne, then you're not obviously glowing. But by doing some, there's a lot of estheticians that are also drained in lymphatic drainage and they combine those. And I really feel like they're the ones that are getting the best results Mm -hmm. because not only are they draining and cleaning, but you're reducing your puffiness and you're giving yourself an immune boost and everything from your skin is from the inside out, mm-hmm. right? So the more you clean up your inside, the more you're going to glow on the outside.
1: So it's interesting because for a while, like when I was thinking about skincare, I didn't really think about how, like when our body is in a state of like dis-ease or we're going through some sort of healing, the skin is kind of like the last to right. shift because we have to make the changes to our gut health right. and, you know, our immune system. Yeah, right. and so- when we look at like the lymphatic system and this kind of like leads into now looking at like our immune system, how can we best support ourselves through the lymphatic system and daily work or those like check-ins with ourselves to um, support our immune system?
0: Yeah. So that that's one of the things I always talk about is your lymphatic system doesn't exist separately in certain potty parts, right? It's, systemic. it's a systemic system. So when you are stimulating your lymph nodes, the neck, the armpit, abdomen, inguinal nodes, you are working systemically through your body, which is why I love people to be able to work all those areas when they're doing self-massage. Your immune system, which is tied to your lymphatic system, it's so important to look at what is your diet like, what is your hydration like what is your emotional life like what is your stress level like what is your environment like what are your relationships like because all of those have an effect on our health mm-hmm. they have an effect an, an effect on inflammation doctors are now saying inflammation is at the root of disease and lymphatic you know draining lymphatic the through your lymphatic system is an anti-inflammatory treatment. Mm-hmm. So by working all those things, that's when you can help heal the gut, the chest, the breast tissue, cellulite, et cetera, because we're talking about congested waste that's being piled up. When you think back to the analogy in the beginning when I talked about the sewer system of your waste, your irrigation, if your toilet pipes are backed up, what is it backed up with?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Clean, purified water that you want yeah. hanging out nope. in your tissues? <laughs> no. So that's the importance of lymphatic health. Mm. So what do you do on a daily basis? Then? <laughs> <laughs> I know when you Teach were talking, about, when you were talking about your, the, the lymph nodes in your neck, I was, I, I just was kind of chuckling to myself because I work on, you know, my lymph system around my neck all the time. Yeah. I don't always tell people, everybody to work on their lymph nodes on their neck all the time, because I don't know how they're doing it. Mm. Right. Unless they, I've really taught them how to do it. You can overstimulate it. But for me, I know how to work just that right cadence, nice and gently the right amount of time. So I'm often in my car working my lymph nodes at my neck. I'm often working my axillary lymph nodes in my armpit. It's so great whether you have your period, you're ovulating, perimenopausal, menopausal, this area around the armpits gets so congested and Mm -hmm. that's such a hard place to exercise out, right? Mm -hmm. There's not, it's a hard to, yoga can get to it probably the best or Pilates, but it's just a challenging area to get to. The breasts, you know, there's so much incidences of breast cancer now with women. So, Again, that's a hard place to get to with exercise. Right. Yes, your pec muscles, but that's not necessarily getting to the breast tissue. Right. So I'm working my, you'll find me sometimes at a concert, you know, working my armpit. <laughs> like, damn, she really likes this music. <laughs> right. I'll work with my abdomen, you know, sometimes just when I'm watching TV at night. Mm-hmm. or So I work my limb system not in a ritual, um, habitual, Now I have to do this. Like it's a chore. It's not a chore. It's just something that intuitively I'm doing pretty much daily, Yeah, you know, a few times, you know, three to six times a week. Okay.
1: Probably. Well, it's like you said, it's like, it's a soothing practice. You're balancing your parasympathetic. Correct. Or bringing the parasympathetic nervous system back into balance. Right. So it's nice. Yes. It feels good.
0: Yes. That's right.
1: So then for somebody who's just starting out, going to to your page to see any videos that you have posted or maybe coming to one of your workshops, Mm -hmm. where else can they start to, you know, integrate this into their lives? Is there like a practice that has been supportive of the people that you work with to just bring it to the forefront of their lives rather than make it something where they're like, oh, I should do this or, oh, I should go buy that dry brush. And then they put their dry brush in their
0: cabinet and never, you know? I always <laughs> tell people to like hang it on a hook in your bathroom. You saw it on my, I on saw my it. Desk. I saw it when I went into your bathroom, like, yes, I love it. Your dry brush is out. I'm like, I don't think she put that out for me. I think no, she really there. uses it's it. It's there. It's <laughs> like to see that. Yeah. I always say, don't put it in a drawer. Leave it out on a hook, you yeah. know, or something. Um, I'm sorry. What was your question? I got lost. In- oh, yes. Um, just, <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of parts to that. So, um, I just follow.
1: including lymphatic massage and just the getting to a point of. Ritual with it, I guess. Like how how to best incorporate it into your life um, for someone who's just starting out that maybe doesn't keep it at the forefront of their mind.
0: You're asking how can somebody yeah. do that? Mm-hmm. Follow along. Yeah, I I fe- I hope that's my goal is to just keep providing the information. Yeah, it's just I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. If you go, if you follow me, you're gonna see. You're not. I might recommend a product that I use, but I. I'm not sponsored by anyone. I'm just trying to get information out to people. Mm -hmm. So just follow along. You're going to keep learning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm curious then there's different parts of the body, different lymph nodes throughout the body. Correct.
0: Do they all kind of affect the whole body or is like the lymph nodes in your neck responsible for certain things? Great question. Yes. There's definitely a map of the body um, and there's specific what we call watersheds, lymphatomes through the body that drain different regions of the body. Mm -hmm. So yes, the head and neck gets drained to the neck. It's so interesting. The um, researchers have found that the lymphatic vessels in the brain, they used to not think there were lymphatic vessels in the brain, but the researchers at the University of Virginia have discovered there are lymphatic vessels in the brain and their job is to clean out the amyloid plaque that builds up in the brain, which leads to Alzheimer's right? So cleaning out the lymph vessels in the head, the neck, the brain, super beneficial. Mm-hmm. And then yes, so from the waist to the collarbone, the region of the torso right and left gets drained to the axillary armpits, the nose and the armpits. There's mesenteric nodes in the abdomen that drain, pelvic nodes that drain, inguinal nodes that drain, little lymph nodes in the um, underneath the knee and mm-hmm. inside the elbow that also drain fluid. So there's, again, I'll, I post this map and we could post it in your show notes. Okay, so people cool. have an idea of what we mean by where are the directions that the fluid gets drained, right? The fluid from the back of your torso gets drained also into the armpit, to the upper back. So interesting. So, so it flows upward then. Yes. In some ways. Because we're flowing back to the heart. Mm, okay. So that's why when you dry brush, you that's why brush you towards... go, you dry, you dry, you go up towards the heart, okay. right? So everything's coming back up towards the heart.
1: So does that mean that the, this might be a silly question, but if you are love silly questions. brushing towards your heart, yes. um, the, and kind of using that filtration, how is it? So the bad gunk doesn't go into your heart and your bloodstream
0: because it gets filtered through the lymph nodes first. Okay, you're I mean, not just brushing directly into okay. your heart. You're brushing in the direction. I mean, I get very specific with my dry brushing. Yeah, I brush to my lymph node areas, mm-hmm. and okay. I have you know um, a map that we can also post that um, somebody illustrated for me, which shows you the directions towards those lymph nodes. Got it. So okay. I get very specific about that. But yes, the lymph fluid drains first to the lymph nodes where. It gets cleaned out with the white blood cells. Okay, that waste gets cleaned out, and then it before goes, it goes back into the bloodstream, and then it goes into the colon, or well, the colon has its own subset of lymph nodes, also, mm. and the flu, the um, digestive fats that gets collected from the abdomen goes up the thoracic duct, takes the fluid also from the cisternic chyli, goes in cisternic chyli up the thoracic duct, which you can't see me, but yeah. I'm. Drawing a line up my body, if nobody knows what the thoracic duct is, goes up the midline of your body where it dumps back into the bloodstream. Interesting. Yeah. It's so intricate. It's so cool. (laughs) So, I mean, there's so much information that continues coming out. So, how do you stay on
1: top of everything? Like, what if people are super interested in this? Like, where do they, where can we find? respectable information. I
0: mean, I feel like I'm do- doing yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, keep following along. Yeah. I'm going to keep posting that. I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years. I've been studying this for 25 years, right? So, um I I go to conferences, I meet with people that are, you know, scientists, now they're surgeons, doctors, right? So, I'm always trying to bring that information back and Letting you guys know because it's hard to sort of follow. You know, they're use now. They're doing micro lymphatic surgery that reconnecting. Let's say somebody had lymph nodes removed because they had cancer, and then they get lymphedema, which is the swelling of an arm filled up with wastewater. Mm -hmm. Essentially, there used to be you can't grow and you don't grow your lymph nodes back. Right? If somebody's had radiation, they destroy lymphatic pathways. But now there's microsurgery. There's doctors that are reconnecting lymphatic pathways through microsurgery, which is so cool. So I'll post about that often. Um, I'm a, I am a member of the lymphatic education and research network. Learn is the, their subtitle. They're a nonprofit organization. They're also getting education and the word out. They have symposiums, doctors that are at Harvard and Stanford. And, you know, so it depends if you want to go like deep, dive into medicine, you can lymphatic education yeah. and research network. They're the, or the organization that's really bringing the doctors, you know, yeah. to the public.
1: Well, I think you do a really good job at like, modernizing it in a way that's like really easy for people to understand and like breaking it down and really bridging the gap. So people like me who, you know, have limited knowledge, but are interested in it and interested in, you know, promoting my health and improving my health can, take these, you know, all of the, all of this knowledge and this wisdom that you have and start to incorporate it into my life. So then I'm not getting sick as often so right. that I'm not feeling as bad right. as often. Right,
0: right, good. Yes, that's my goal.
1: Good, yes. good, good, good. Yeah. So I'm curious, can you just list off, maybe rattle off a couple like things that you might feel side effects of having a backed up or clogged lymphatic mm, system just sure. so people can maybe yes. you know, start I mean, to dig sluggish. in? I mean, sluggish, congested,
0: heaviness, um, achiness in the limbs, um, constipation, acne, um, puffiness, you know, the face, the armpit. Sometimes, like you said, tenderness around the breasts that may not be related to your period. Mm -hmm. Although it doesn't, people don't have to get tender in their breasts during their period. Those are sort of like the main Feelings of sluggishness, heaviness, you know, puffiness, inflammation, inflammation. Right.
1: So, if we start doing, I know it depends because every person is different. But let's say someone's like, "Okay, I do have tender breasts, even when I don't have my period." Right. And I'm going to start, you know, watching your videos and doing the self massage. Yes. Yes.
0: How quickly can we start to see a shift? Right. It depends. It depends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, you have to look at how long has it been going on. Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like, you know, they say when you break up with a boyfriend, right. How long does it take to get over breaking up with a boyfriend? They yeah. usually say it takes half the 24 amount of time. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times they say half the amount of time yeah. you were together. Right. <laughs> so I'm brutal. <laughs> You're like, that's it done. Yeah. That's pretty healthy. <laughs> um, so it, it does. It really does depend. I mean, some people will um, have amazing results, they'll feel it right away. Whereas some people, if their breasts are dense or if they have nodules or some people have very cystic breasts, you also have to clean up your diet. Yeah. What are you eating? You have to also look at that, right? That has, that has an effect. Mm -hmm. It's not the end all be all. It's kind of like, well, everything is in conjunction. It's, you know, you know, somebody once asked me, they said, oh, you know, you say lymphatic health is sort of the missing piece. Everybody says that, you know, people who are in gut health say that, people who are in brain health say that, you know? And I said, well, lymphatic health is gut health and it is brain health. And it is because it's your immune system. It's not just one or the other, it's all of it, right? So when you're talking about lymphatic health, you're talking about all of it. So looking at your diet, looking at exercise, looking at your emotions, looking at your relationships, looking at what you're holding up, what patterns negative patterns, thought patterns you're holding on to, right? Like some of what goes on in the breast, right? Is that self-nourishing, emotional, you know, how are we nourishing ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Looking at that, looking, dealing with all of those aspects in addition to a lymphatic self-massage sequence will accelerate your healing. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I think that that's such a good point.
1: And I love that you also touched on like the psychological element of it too and how we treat ourselves and the thoughts that are going through our heads and yeah because it does make such a difference too you know right. i for right. a while i mean even now still i can't say that i'm completely over it but for so long i would look in the mirror and be like Ugh, i hate my skin right. when is this gonna change right. i'm like a, i'm an adult now and i right. still have acne like this is right. bullshit right. and right. um it's so interesting <laughs> because over the past couple of months i've yeah. kind of just stopped <gasps> thinking about it yeah. and I've noticed my Your skin, skin looks to great. Shift. Yes. Isn't that I'm amazing? I'm about to start ovulating and I've also figured <gasps> out that so I funny. break out a little bit before I ovulate, not before I start my period, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's, it. I mean, it is so interconnected. It's all connected. And right. I think that when we can start to, Take in all of these different Mm -hmm. schools of thoughts and practices. We can really optimize our health and find what works best for us.
0: Yes, and I always when I say that I always try to give a caveat, which is, don't stress out too much on stress, or don't like beat yourself up if you're not there. You know what I mean? Like, like start slowly, like you said. Just like okay, I'm not going to focus on that Mm -hmm. right now. I Mm -hmm. mean, and if you have a meditation practice, it's sort of similar, right? You've been taught if you've learned meditation which is you just watch the thoughts and sometimes you get engaged in the movie of your thoughts until you can finally observe them and you're not in that play of them Mm -hmm. right you're not in that drama of it sometimes we're going to be in the drama of it and I just try to sometimes say to people okay you're in it it's going to pass yeah yeah you know it's okay yeah well Lisa, thank you so much for coming oh, on the thank podcast. So it's been for so much me. fun.
1: Where can people find you? We're gonna link a bunch of stuff in the show notes, okay, but great. where can we find
0: you? How can we stay in touch with you? Do you have any workshops coming up? I don't have a workshop coming up at the moment. I'm I'm booked until the end of the year, but I'll post things in 2020 that I have coming and you can find me at www.thelymphaticmessage.com and on Instagram at thelymphaticmessage, same. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me.